0: I would like to say uh, thank uh, thank you for the welcoming. Thank you for the sympathy I felt from everybody. Thank you for the beauty of the place. Thank you for the wonderful organization of that meeting. Thank you for giving me an opportunity to walk along the sea, coming from the other side of the boulevard and having feeling my, my head and heart washed all through just by the simple vision of the sky and the sea. Thank you for the music which is God's sound. Thank you for reminding that uh, we are olives to be crushed. (laughs) Um, There I want to say that the first, um, at that time uh, they were called work camps with the Mershid Fazl. They were called uh, work camps and the first work camp I attended um, in '73, <laughs> I think, or was called anointing, with yeah, oil, anointing, yeah. And so we gathered in a, in a house of a lady of the Sufi movement in uh, Tuscany. And uh, our job, apart from other exercises and meetings, was to Actually, um, collect olives. It was a season. it was November. And um, I had this uh, very strong experience, and to say that was the first time of my life I did such a thing before I had eaten olives already already. <laughs> but there, um, well I thought, "Oh, you know, olive tree, fantastic." And uh, I took one. And it's exactly what you said this morning. (laughs) Ah! (laughs) (laughs) So this whole meeting has been like uh, coming back to the source, really. Like um, our Mershida Sitara Brutnell would say, we are uh, watering the roots. That was a favorite expression of her meaning by that, that we were watering the roots uh, of the message. Um, I think this is exactly what has happened and it gives a great hope, even though we may be not 10,000 yet, Mm. or never, I don't know, I really, I don't know, but um, a great ideal to be between us like that and to imagine and project a society of people where the same intimacy, uh, tenderness, and uh, respect and tolerance um, among each um, would be, um, it is of course an ideal dream, but since there is a parcel of, of reality of this right here, so we can really believe in that and hope in that. So basically my message is thank you. Then I, would, I wanted to, to add actually something to the quote of um, Elias, of the message. That uh, consciousness is usually with a content and that when consciousness or awareness is with no content, it is then pure intelligence. Then I wanted to read um, the whole quote um, which appears in, in the blue thing, in a chapter, co- uh, Contemplation, sorry, of Elias um, seven contemplation. <coughs> this chapter is called Direct Realization. And this is a work we are attending to um, proceed in, in, the, in the training of the open path. And by uh, by seeking the essence of all messages uh, in different uh, traditions, East and West, and even Native Americans, and see, so I want to give, the com- to read the complete uh, quote of uh, Inayat Khan there. So let me, yeah, I hold, can it for you. No, hold, hold that first for me, thank you. I have to find it. All right, No, this is mysticism of music, it's something else. Take your time. Thank you. So I have it. Can I hold it here? No, no, no. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> <coughs> so near the end of his life, the Indian mystic in Ayat Khan gave a talk on the relationship between spirit and matter. The talk concluded with these words. What is consciousness? Consciousness is a knowing faculty. But it is a knowing faculty when it has some knowledge. It is only then that we call it consciousness. One is conscious of something, consciousness must always be conscious of something. When consciousness is not conscious of anything, it is pure intelligence. It is in this realization that the greatest secret of life can be revealed. One might say that the experience of pure intelligence is possible only for the only being for god but no one can stand outside of the only being the only being includes all and undoubtedly oh, sorry and undoubtedly there is a certain process by which there is a certain process by which one can attain to that Pure intelligence. Man is not conscious of it anymore. He has lost the habit of experiencing what pure intelligence is. But all the meditations and concentrations, the whole process by which the mystic treads the spiritual path, brings us finally to the realization of that pure intelligence. If one asks what benefits one derives from it, the answer is that since all that benefits us comes from one source, that source must be perfect. It must be all beneficial. It is beyond our limited imagination, but it is the greatest thing one can attain in one's life.